Shalom Abracha. Welcome everyone once again to this special opportunity the Ezzas Hashem together to delve into, to think about, to be able to touch and appreciate the special, special month of Tishrei, the Yerach Sanim, the month of power. It's a month that's invested with so much special opportunity. Begins with Rosh Hashanah, and really, as we spoke last time, Rosh Hashanah doesn't begin with Rosh Hashanah. There's the whole month of Elo preceding, leading up Rosh Hashanah, Aseris Yimetruva, Tzayim Gedalia, Yom Kippur, and followed by Sukkis, Mishana Rabash, Shmini Atzeres, Simchas Torah. The month is a month of so much intense power. Yerecha Isanim. It's a month that has the ability to help us touch a place deep inside of ourself, which doesn't come easily the rest of the year. Dushu Hashem Bihimatzai, Krahu Biyoisai Karayv, Daseris Yimei so it's a special, special time. So much to talk about, but perhaps today, Be'ezus Hashem is Barach, to touch upon one nekuda, one point. On the one hand, Rosh Hashanah is the Yom Hadin, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. It's Yom Hadin. It's a day of judgment. It's a day of awe, in English, they're known as the days of Oyam Neroyim. Unbelievable days. Days where every aspect of our lives is hanging in the balance. Every aspect of the life of everyone in the universe. Every single human being passes by before Hashem Yisbarach. So these days are days of awe. Din. And yet at the same time, they're known as the days of Yemei Arachame Ve'aslichos. It's days of mercy and forgiveness. So there needs to be some sort of um, balance, some sort of appreciating how these two things are meant to work together with inside of ourselves. Someone else asked me this week, also, the word Elul, which is leading up to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the most famous one of the many Rosh Hashanah is Anilu Doidi V'doidi Li, which represents Ava, the love that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for us, the love that we have for Hashem Yisbarach, that, that doesn't fit naturally with the sense of Pachad and Ov, the Yoim Hadin. So to be able to sort of integrate, understand these ideas together. Perhaps one more Ha'ara also. We know that every single month has its own as the whole Rosh Chodesh project has been discussing with Hashem's help, every month has its own unique energy to it, its own unique um, flavor, its own unique personality, its own unique way to enrich our lives, its own special way to touch us, its own power to bring out something good from within us. The two most auspicious days of any given month are Rosh Chodesh, the first day of the month, when the month is beginning, and the Rosh, the beginning, it's like that's the seed. And Ms. Shapiro Zatzal used to say also about Rosh Hashanah in relationship to the year, but it's also true about Rosh Hashanah, but Rosh Chodesh in relationship to each month. It's like the seed. You plant an apple seed, you just have this tiny little seed. But if you give it time, it will grow. Eventually, it will come out a little sapling. It will get bigger. It will turn into a tree, leaves, eventually flowers, fruit. All that 
didn't happen later. It was all packed in to that original seed. And now when you plant the seed, what was there in the seed ends up coming out over time. And it's true also about Rosh Hashanah and every Rosh Chodesh, that the first day of the month, like you get the whole package. The power of the month comes to us on Rosh Chodesh. And Rosh Chodesh is a day of Korban Musaf, a day of added kurva, added closest to Hashem, a day of added ruchnias. Today we're beginning and getting the energy for a whole new month of life. The second most auspicious day of the month, anybody? Is the 15th day of the month. The, the cycle of a month in the Yiddish calendar is based upon a revolution of the moon around planet Earth. And we know the moon begins, you know, disappears at the end of the month. It begins Rosh Chodesh when there's a sliver of the moon when once again it's noticeable to, to the human eye. When the moon begins again, it begins to, uh, the cycle of another revolution around the, around the Earth. And it's a 29-day cycle, 29 and a half days, and 793 chalakim. When the moon reaches 15 days, halfway through the cycle, so that's when the moon is full. We look up at the sky at night, sometimes you see a sliver, sometimes you see half or three quarters. There's one night a month where the moon is completely full. That's the night of the 15th. And that night, which the, the moon is full and reflecting, so to say, the maximum amount of light of the sun that the moon is able to reflect to us through the darkness on the day that the light shines most powerfully from the moon, that's the day where the kayach of this month to bring light to the world, the power, the unique energy of each and any given month shines the brightest on the 15th day of the month. We find so many months of the year have something special on the 15th. It's Tuba Av, Tuba Shvat, Shushan Purim, which is the Iker, the Gemara of the Purim, Shushan Purim is on Tesvavadar, and we have Nisan is Pesach on Tesvav, and Tishrei is Sukkot on Tesvav. Now the 15th day is the, the complete, like the most, day, the most powerful energy of that month is being reflected. Sukkot is doch Zman Simchaseinu. So Sukkot is a day of extreme joy and extreme happiness. And it's understood, many different aspects, but it's understood like the beginning of the month was Rosh Hashanah, which is the Yom Adin. And that culminates, like that's expressed, so to say, on the 15th day, which is Sukkot, which is Man Simchaseinu. So here again, we have sort of like a dual element, which seems almost surprising, is what's Tishrei about? Is Tishri about Din and Pachat Adin and, and, you know, Noira, awesome, which it has that element to it. And yet on the other hand, the 15th day of Tishrei, which is the day where Tishrei is in its most complete power, what do we have? We have Simcha. And then Sukkot itself culminates with Shemini Atzeres, Simcha's Torah. It's a day of so much joy. So how do we again sort of integrate these two things together? So, Manukuda, that I think it's important which I would like with Hashem's help to bring out today, is to recognize that gift of din. Din is a matana for us to appreciate this. Most of us sense that, or the general, like, original feeling would be like, I wish there wouldn't be din. I don't want there to be din. Like, din sounds sort of scary. The way it's presented, we scrutinize your actions, if you're a good boy... Good, and if Chasron did something wrong, and we're going to punish you. Like, so we associate then with sort of like, I wish I could avoid it somehow. It would be 
like of the world, yet, Chazal tell us, Rashi brings down, Ramchal tells us, created the world to give us good. And yet, if the world is created to give good, so why is there din? Well, din sounds scary, ki'ilu. And not only that, Rashi tells us, because Rahu saw that it wouldn't work if he would only do din. So, so it was Hashem Alekim. Hashem put in Rachamim also. But we see here that the Rachamim itself was really only a to an to allow the world to survive and go on. But the Iker, that original, that's what I'm say, that's the ultimate. That's what it's really supposed to be. For what? For Mechai Katav Lahetiv. Brings down in a sefer and other Hasidic Shasram speak about it also by Rabbi Kiva, who dedicated his life to steiging, to growth. Rabbi Kiva reached a darga, his darshan called Tag Vitag. Even Moshe Rabbeinu was in awe of Rabbi Kiva's depth of connection. 24,000 Talmidim and then the other five, Rabbi Kiva. And Besoif Yamav, he was Moshe Nefesh to teach Torah. When there was a chashash, the Romans didn't want to let Torah to be in Klal Yisrael. But he was Moshe Nefesh to teach Torah, and they caught him. And there was combing his flesh with hot iron combs. And the Malachi Asharis said to Hashem Yisbarah, how could this be, Rabbi Akiva? How could it be, Rabbi Akiva? He's going through such horrible suffering. And Rabbi, the Rabbi Yisrael says to them, also quiet. This is this is my thought, this is what I want. He didn't really answer them. He just said, this is the way I want. Trust me, which we should do. I know what I'm doing. Trust me. This is the way I, I know it needs to be. But the Chesvarim HaKadoshim tell us, is the same words that it says in that Rashi. So Hashem says, Kach also This was the original thought of creation, to create the world with din. And Rabbi Kiva, and the Minchas Yehuda says, for most people, most people are not able to survive on the darga of din. So the Avra Kodesh Baruch has to give them Rachamin. But Rabbi Kiva was so high, Rabbi Kach also This is Rabbi Kiva's living according to the original plan, the way it's the ultimate good, which is that it's Midas Adin. So Rabbi Kiva's living with Midas Adin. So that's why he's having this. So what's Taka the Pshat though? If Akadosh Baruch created the world Lahetiv, and really the answer is so Pashit, and like sort of to try Hashem, to bring it home to us, to make it real to us. Why was the world created Bechlal? Why didn't HaKadosh Baruch just take us all and put us straight into Gan Eden? So we know, When you get something good and you didn't earn it, it makes you feel foolish. And the question is good, why did HaKadosh Baruch create us that way? Because the ultimate good is to be connected to Hashem, and to be connected to Hashem is to be a, a noisein and not a noitel. So you have to be that 
you, you can't get something for free because then you can't connect to Hashem because then, you, then you're a noitel, not a noitzeng. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, this Olam Hazeh that we live in, with all our challenges, with all our nesioinus, with all our difficulties. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created this world to give us the opportunity to overcome these challenges and to earn the closeness to Him, to earn our reward, which is to sense the joy the beauty, the delight of being close to Hashem and sensing His endless Ein Soif, good, the Oyer Ein Soif, and to feel that I connected that because I, I emulated Hashem to the best of my ability. I lived a life, Mahu Racham, Afata Racham, Mahu Chanan, Afata Chanan. So I overcame. The whole purpose of life is that what we're getting, the good we're getting, shouldn't be Namadik Yisufa. It shouldn't be a handout. It shouldn't be a freebie. You worked hard to earn it. So, Midas Hadin doesn't mean punishment. Midas Hadin means what's fear and just, so to say. You earned it, so you get it. You didn't earn it, and you don't get it. Midas Hadin is the opposite of Nahama de Kisufa. You get what you earn, and if you don't earn it, you don't get it. Lamashal, I would say like this. And, and, and I, I want to I think, bring out something which is so wichtig for us to understand. Again, in, in, in the simplistic, more, I don't know, using uncomfortable words here, childish, immature version of understanding all this, right? You did something wrong, so we're going to punish you. Like, let's say I can get away without the punishment. Huh, I wish, but too bad. You did something wrong, so we're going to punish you. It's an incorrect understanding. There's a sense of fixing what you broke. And when you don't fix it, you have to live with the fact that something is broken. You take a small example. Somebody was pulling out of a driveway and he smashed into his neighbor's car. And he's like, oh my gosh, and he just drives away, right? The next day the neighbor comes out, his car is all broken, his car is all smashed up. And I don't know, like he, he has a tsara because of you. Forget, forget about like punishment. You have to live with the fact that you cause somebody else heartache, pain, frustration. Now, in a certain way, that example is so small. Because, yeah, it's a frustration. It's just a car. Be'ez Hashem, he'll get it fixed. He'll take it into the mechanic. He'll get it into the workshop. They'll take out the dent. They'll paint it. It'll be fine. You know, and it was, it's a big deal. Today, let's say somebody's driving a car and somebody hits someone and crippled them for life. Now, now what's your punishment? We're going to put you in jail and we're going to give you a $50,000 fine and give you 250 hours of community service. Like, that's your punishment. Your punishment, a person's punishment in such a situation is, what happened? He has to live with the fact, any decent human being has to live with the fact that this person is going to be crippled. He's not going to walk a child down to the chuppie. He's never going to dance by a chasana. Like, He's going to be crippled for the rest of his life. His whole family is turned upside down. His wife has to take care of so much and the kids are going to grow up traumatized. And who knows what? Because one time I was being foolish and I didn't slow down by the stop sign. That, that's your, your, the things. And let's say you have the opportunity to fix it for $200,000. There's a surgery and they'll be able to help him walk again. Would you want to do it? Someone has to make you pay? You'll be, you'll be desperate. I'll halavai. And I'm, the truth is, it's pashit. Sometimes people in this world were able to brush off these feelings sometimes. In the next world, you come face to face with the 
This is what you did. You could see all the pain and all the suffering and all the sorrow that those people went through because of what you did. And you, you wish you could fix it. If you had the opportunity to fix it, is a thing, I, I believe the muscle in a way that everyone could relate to it. What happened if somebody was driving foolish, silly, and hit his own child and crippled his own child? There's no brushing that off. Your own precious beloved, the pain, like what did I do? What did I do? How did I do this? Like you cause pain to someone you love and care about and lost love. We realize we're all connected, the whole world, we're all one. We're connected to every every person, every human being, every every bit of the Bria and anything we did which which wrecked the Bria, which brought damage to the Bria, it's so painful for us. The punishment is just living with what you did. The ability to fix what you did is the greatest matana. Please give me the opportunity for 200 grand. I'll get a job. I'll work 14 hour days for the next 10 years so that this guy should be able to walk again. I don't have to go to sleep at night. And, and again, in this world, sometimes you fake it. You, fake, you don't have to face it. You're busy and you're this and you're distracted. But if you had to come face to face with the full intensity of what that mistake brought, how much day to day, how much sorrow, how much sorrow, how much suffering, how much that action, like, I wish I could fix it, I wish I could wipe it all away, please, please give me the opportunity to make right what I did wrong. When a person is, now, let's say I don't have 200 grand. I don't, I don't have, I have to support my own family. I, 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 basic, basic, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leasing a Mercedes or a BMW and I'm not, I'm not taking my, my, my family on two week vacation to, to Orlando for Pesach, like, but just putting bread on the table and getting my, I don't have the money, but I wish. So someone else comes and says, you know what? Here, I'll give the money for you. I'll give the guy the surgery and you don't have to live the rest of your life with the guilt that this poor guy is crippled because of what you did. I'll get it done. How much gratefulness, how much, thank you, thank you so much. But at the same time, there's a certain something that I'm going to if I made it right, if I fixed what I broke, the fact that it got fixed is, is unbelievable. I feel better. Like I know, like Baruch Hashem, the guy's in the back, he'll, he'll be healthy again. Again, the truth is all these Mashalim are weak because the damage that was caused and the pain and all the months and the recuperation and the dollar, like the trauma, in a certain way, it's all there. But the concept of fixing what I broke, making things right, is the greatest relief, is the greatest joy. Ah, like Halavai, Kavyachal, you know, time machine, if I can go back and I could stop, break by the stop sign and not get into the accident in the first place, now I wish. The power of tshuva is, is like to fix what I broke, to put things right again. Now, Midas Hadin, there was a Bach once in Yeshiva, and he told me that he was going to get a job for the summer. You know, he wanted to be able to earn his own money and have his own money. He wanted to be able to have what he needs in Yeshiva. Baruch Hashem, today he's married, has a beautiful family. I just recently met him, Baruch Hashem. But I remember he came back, so he went home, and he had a really hard-working job. He worked in the kitchen of a nursing home over the summer. And it was a good-paying job. But it was a lot of physical hard work. A lot of, he had to be up there. He had to be, be by work at 7 o'clock in the morning already. It was, it was like a demanding, hard kind of job. And he was happy to do it. You know, he wanted to work hard. He wanted to come back after the summer. And I said to him, No, you know, it feels good to come to Eretz Yisrael. And your pockets are loaded. You know, you have money for the rest of the year. You don't have to be nervous every time asking your parents. Is that like, you know? He said, No, I, I, I came empty-handed. I said, what happened? You, you told me you had a job. You were going to work. Did the job know? He said, no. He said, the job worked out. Baruch Hashem. I worked hard. I earned money. At the end 
of the summer, he was driving a car one day and he was being a little bit careless and he got into an accident. And he was a new driver. He just got his license and like the insurance would have went up. And I don't know, it was like, I don't know the details, but he said it would have been a balagan. And they couldn't go through, they didn't want to, it wasn't, you know, didn't go through insurance. They had to pay out of pocket. And his father said, listen, you know, I understand you're young. You made a mistake. I trust you'll learn. You'll be more careful next time. I'll pay for it. And the boy said, no, it's my mistake and I'm going to fix it. And he took all $2,000. This is a bunch of years ago. Today, hopefully, if you work so many hours, you get more than $2,000 at the end of the summer. He took the money that he had earned and he gave it to pay to fix the car. And I said to him, how does that feel? He said, Rebbe, it feels great. I broke it. I'm going to fix it. I worked so hard for my vacation. My friends are going out, they're going on road trips, and they're going camping and blah, blah, blah. And every morning I was up at, you know, 6.15 and had to get to work at 7 and worked hard labor. For what? So that I could fix what I broke. How does that feel? Amazing. I'm not a loser. I broke it and I'm going to fix it. I invested all the time and effort and energy and I'm going to fix what I broke. That's the gift of Midas Hadin. It's really the gift of life. Nobody wants, you, you know, when you look in like a situation, you know, to take a opportunity, there's, I don't know, whichever baseball team it is got into the World Series, right? Everybody want, wants to play in that game. All the players, unless you feel you're not good enough and you're afraid you're going to mess up, right? But anyone, right? The Super Bowl, who's going to be the starting quarterback? Who's going to be the starting, like, give me a chance, coach. Come on, I want to go out there. I want to do it. We want to make it happen. We want to contribute. And these mashallah are what? For a game. For, you know, good game. It's fun. It doesn't, no, no lasting impact on the fabric of the universe and like improving people's lives in a really, really meaningful way. But still, we, we, want, to, we want to make it happen. Life is about the gift of opportunity. And the gift of opportunity entails within it both sides. The mashallah would say it's like being a doctor. When you're a doctor, you have tremendous opportunity. You are in a position where you could save people's lives. Someone's working as an emergency room doctor. People come in after, after car accidents, after falls, after heart attacks, stroke, children choking. Like You have the opportunity every day, literally, to be saving people's lives. It's such a special gift. If, if you're a panemiastic, a person, if you're, if you're in touch with what's happening here, my devotion, my hard work, my thinking, my staying cool under pressure. What am I doing with I'm saving lives. Someone's going to come back home to his family, be there to walk his daughter down the aisle to the chuppah because I was there and I helped. But, what's the but? Together with the opportunity to save someone's life comes the responsibility that your mistake is going to cost someone his life also. If you're in that position, if it really matters, can anybody just do this? Or does it need to be someone who studied and worked hard and got good grades in school and spent years interning on the other doctors and not just being a schlepper, but thinking, questioning, asking, learning, growing, so that one day he could be the guy running the trauma team when they come, you know, wheeling in the stretcher, running in the stretcher with a young guy that, Rahman al-Islam, was critically injured. Now I'm the one that's here to bring all my effort, all my knowledge, all those years of investing in myself to be able to save someone's life. But a mistake is going to cost someone his life. I, the gift of din is the gift of my life being real. 
all of us, all of us, besides Rabbi Kiva, we can't survive there. We can't survive. It's too hard for us. If every time we made a mistake, we had a total, if nobody ever came, the rich guy didn't come with his 200 grand and say like, I'll pay for the surgery. You messed this up. I'll fix what you broke. If every time I had to fix what I broke, then I'd be broke. I, 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 it's too much. I do so many wonderful things. All of us, all of us. We're Baruch Hashem. We, we care. We're good people. We want to do good. And we work on ourselves. So many times we don't get angry. But sometimes we do. So many times we are appreciative to the people around us that are helping us. But sometimes we're not. And also that's usually complex. It depends on what's going on inside of me. What kind of day that I have today. That sometimes makes it harder and so on and so forth. And I can't. If I had to live only within, anytime you break something, you have to fix it. I'd be overwhelmed. I, I, you know, all the good is great, but, but all the mistakes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, listen, what you can't do, I got your back. I'll take care of it for you this time. And, and I think this is the, the most powerful thing. And I'm giving you another chance so that next time, maybe you won't make the mistake. Maybe next time when you do, you'll be able to pay for it yourself. We grow, we change, we improve. And the, in, in the course of our life, in the long-term span, Hashem helps us to get to better places. We're able to do more. We used to get upset easily. Now we get upset less often. Baruch Hashem. Yesterday in Yeshiva, Bachar asked me, I don't remember exactly what it, which media it was about, but he said, Rebbe, do you ever get angry? Do you ever get upset? I don't remember what it was. And I said, Baruch Hashem. I feel so grateful. I get upset less often than I used to. But I'm, I, I still got a way to go. I'm not perfect. I still want to improve. I'm not ready to die yet. <laughs> you know, like, I still want to work. I want to get to a better place. And I'm to my hope in 10 years from now, I'll be able to say the same thing again. I'm better than I was 10 years ago, but I still want to improve even more and get to better, like more subtle, more adin, but to, to be working, to bring again more in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, the din is the greatest is, is the greatest gift. And the Rachman Aslichas are there to allow us to be able to, to carry the overall burden. And I want to end just with this one last thought. And that's that's the simcha of Sukkis, it's Chaga Asif, it's the ingathering of Sukkis, the tremendous simcha of realizing how much good did I do? Chaga Asif doesn't only mean the farmer, not doesn't only, Be'ikr. it doesn't mean the farmer in the field who's gathering in the crops and the wheat and the grapes and the and the olives that grew over the summer. Be'ikr it means Besoich and all these things, each one dog in his das and Yain is Simcha and Soydis, right? Be'ikr it means the ingathering of the myelis, the, the benefits, the growth that I've acquired over the whole past year. When we come to face Yoim Adin and we think, what did I do? What did I accomplish? Where were the things that I wasn't good enough and I want to try to be better next year? Not because he's going to punish me because I don't want to punish myself. I don't want to have to break something and not be able to fix it and then have to deal. And again, we're talking about in, in its real, pure form, it's big things. It's things that I really care about. It's things that I wish I could fix. You know, when I face it for real, now it's again, like we said, so many times, like you could brush it off, you could ignore it, it's not a big deal. Like, but but <laughs> inside it really is. Awanishama <coughs> senses that now. And Lost Love, it's gonna be clear to us the effects of every action we did. The Taif, how good it's gonna be, the good that we did. And Rahmatan, how sad we're gonna be for things that weren't right. And I called I want to just end with this one last thought. No one wants us to succeed more than Hashem. 
Is he going to punish me? It's the muscle. If a king has a servant and he wants the servant, the king wants something to get done. He's a good king, a righteous king, a kind-hearted king. And he tells the servant, I want you to go and I want you to, you know, travel to Russia, Ukraine before the war, yeah, and buy, you know, wheat. I want everyone, to, I want bread to be able to be cheap. Everyone should be able to be afforded. Everyone shouldn't be, shouldn't be a pressure for people. Buy a shipload of grain. And he goes and he doesn't meet the right people and he, you know, doesn't manage to close the deal and, you know, he misses the time. I don't know, like he messed it up and the job didn't get done, right? Now, the king is angry at him. The king is going to punish him. <laughs> the king says, like, okay, so I'll, like, what do you need? You need me to wire you more cash? You need me to, to call the guy and tell him he should come back again? Like, I'll call, you know, the prime minister of the other country? Like, I, what do you mean? I want the job done. And in a certain way, when the king chose someone to send him, I feel you are the best guy for the job. I don't want someone else to do this job. I sent you because I want you to do it. If you failed, it's not like, oh, you failed, I'm going to punish you. If you failed, we failed. I want this to be done and I believe in you and I know you could do it. And I, I'm happy to give you the chance to do it again because I want it done. I, I don't want, so all the people should starve now or only the rich people should have bread in the book. No, we got to get this green. You didn't get it right the first time. Let's go back. Let's do it again. Come on. And I, I want the job to be done and I want, I want the joy. I chose you for the job because I wanted to give you the simcha of getting it done. I know you're talented, I know you're capable, and I know you're going to feel happy when you get it done. This time you didn't? Okay, so great. Let's, it got to get done. I want you to do it again. The sense, the feeling that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is on our team. It's not me against him. Like he tells me I have to do it and I better listen. It's, it's us. He's giving me the gift of opportunity. My children, kids struggle. Can I be there to encourage them instead of getting angry and making them feel even worse? My own, my own personal growth, my Yerushamayim, my Avedis Hashem, my being a Baal Tzedakah, my being a Baal Chesed, my being someone who says positive things to other people. Hashem wants us to succeed. Each one of us has our area with deep inside, Levidea, Maras Nafshe. I know what frustrates me with myself. I know where I feel I need to be better. We're all different. We all have different missions, different life circumstances, different opportunities that come our way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to succeed. I'm not afraid from Him. I'm afraid with him. I don't want to disappoint him. I want to be able to do the job and be and feel good that I got the job done and have that simch and joy. That's what he gave me the opportunity for in the first place. And if it wasn't perfect and I didn't get 100% right, he's here to help me succeed. His greatest interest, he's my greatest supporter, my greatest cheerleader. His greatest interest is for me to succeed and he wants to give me the opportunity to do it again. We should be zoicha, every one of us, should open our hearts to sense his love, to sense how much he believes in us, to sense how much he's proud of all the good we do, to know that he trusts us, giving us the opportunity again and again, every year Rosh Hashanah we come back. So it's awesome because we realize like how much, how much opportunity I have, how much responsibility lies upon me. That's the Yumei Adin, but it's also the greatest simcha. Thank you Hashem for giving me a life that makes a difference to you and to the world. For all of Klai Yisrael, you should be zeichel to see the gilu kvayd malchusay isbarach b'chala oilam together. We should go to greet Mashiach. B'mehirab yamenu amen v'yamen. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. If you would like to help us spread the word, give this video a thumbs up and a five star review. Also, don't forget to ask your friends to subscribe as well. If you would like to partner with us and sponsor an episode, send an email to info at jfoundations.com. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. We will see you in the next video.